Hey, what is going on, guys? Talk Norris here, back for another week of the TMC podcast. We are now six weeks in. That is a month and a half. That is nearly, well, it's over one twelfth of the year we've been doing this. How many games have we won in that time? One, I think. Oh, wow. Barnsley. Fantastic. How are you, mate, anyway? I'm okay, because I didn't go to Aston Villa yesterday. You did, though. Yeah, I mean, this podcast is going up on Tuesday, so for the sake of it, Chris didn't go to Aston Villa on Saturday, but we are actually recording this on Sunday oh, morning. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So, um, Chris, you're not getting your filming things right. Sorry, sorry, guys. No worries. Anyway, Villa was Saturday. We're going to be talking about that later on. Uh, food, uh, we've already eaten breakfast. It's very early on a Sunday morning, so first of all, thanks to Chris for getting up. Thanks to Jack for bringing me breakfast. What did you bring me, Jack? Good breakfast at that as well. It was a dreamy breakfast. And I know you're not... It was very you, European. You're, you're not really a fry-up man, are you? Um, I'm impartial to a fry-up. Like if, if the bacon's crispy, yeah, it's all right. It's a bit... You like crispy bacon? Crispy, <laughs> crispy bacon. Crispy bacon. <laughs> crispy you bacon. You lost the plot after <laughs> a bit um, Do you like crispy bacon? Jack bought me this morning granola, mm. an almond, almond, sorry, almond or almond? Whatever you want. Almond. Uh, I think it is almond. Croissant. Yeah. And a cheeky, bitty orange juice. Yeah, Lovely. see... Thanks, mate. I'm more of a smooth orange juice man, but Pret, Pret were only doing bitty orange juice because they're like posh, aren't they? Yeah, good. Uh, anyway, let's talk about football. Um, oh, and of course, you can't see the mic. It's behind Delia. Hi, Delia, by the way. Um, we've got a banana propping the microphone up. And also, hello on iTunes and SoundCloud if you listen on there. If you haven't already subscribed on iTunes, hello. links in the description. Uh, go over there and it'll come to your podcast app every time we upload it so you haven't even got a do anything you just listen in your ears lovely uh chris aston villa on saturday yeah another away defeat uh we've now conceded the second most goals in the championship rotherham. only rotherham have conceded more they've been relegated with seven games of the season still left some are saying they are the worst team to ever grace the championship wow that's is that strong. a damning indictment of this season well it says it all because we struggled against them as well we lost we? against them <laughs> <laughs> and i was there <laughs> I mean, oh, it's just it's dire straits, isn't it? Really, we look poor. Um, and the, re- I mean, after the Aston Villa game, my dad called me up angry at the result. I love that, <laughs> son. What do you think of the game? I love that. And I said, Dad, I've lost interest now. Yeah. I'm, I just want. The I love how your dad with. still has anger. Like, I want the season over. Yeah. With. My dad's like, son, I'm angry. Tell me about the game. What do you think? I think the club needs. Direction, and I agree with him. Was there a and swear word in between that? Yeah, there was. <laughs> yeah. But I actually agree with his points about the fact that the, the, at the moment, with Stuart Webber not arriving from Huddersfield yet, with Alan Irving in for two, three, four, one game. Yeah. Um, you know what's the direction, and what, and exactly what we said last week and the week before, Jack, mm. is what is the, this message to both the players and also you guys, the fans, us guys. At the moment, there's absolutely no direction. The players aren't motivated to do it. Um, and I would actually argue that one of the reasons for our ill-discipline dis- is that I, th- I don't think players actually want to be involved anymore. No, I think that's a very good point. And we, we've spoken about this before, and I think it is very tough for the board to, want to one, give a constant communication line of what they're doing because that's just not possible. Mm. But at the same time, provide fans with some confidence that we are doing the right things. Yeah. Because like you say... We don't have a, a permanent manager. We don't have a sporting director. And a lot of the players are going to be looking at this and going, do I actually want to be here next season? Or do I just want to leave? Or am I going to get sold next season? Because everyone's yeah. come up saying there's going to be a scored overhaul. And then you're thinking, oh, is that me? Yeah. Do I what do that? And that, as a player, that must be a very uh, kind of, I don't know, a well, very pick, uncertain time. Yeah, you pick. Or you, or you might wrongly assume that you're out. You're on the way out. And then you're like, oh. So you just lose kind of motivation? I just, I think it's been poorly managed. Mm. And I do think there needs to be more communication. Um, I mean, we're lucky enough to obviously know some people behind the scenes, Jack, so we kind of get some feedback. But for a lot of people that have absolutely no contact with, you know, like the likes of the media and stuff, they're going to be thinking, we got, we got, and actually here's another point that my dad said on the phone. There's no football experience on our board. No. No, there isn't. Let that sink in. Yeah, yeah. We are a football club and there is no football experience on our board. So, in terms of just finding a new sporting director and a head that's coach, like, that's like me going there's to, no experience on the board. It's like me going to Barclays Bank and being like, I, I want to be your CEO. Oh yeah, what? what's money? 
<laughs> what do I do? What's an interest rate? It doesn't... Yeah, so... Again, I think I, possibly the board need to... I'm sure they are taking the blame. Yeah. I'm sure they do feel very guilty of what's going on. Well, I'd like to think they, they do feel guilty of what's going on. But you understand my point, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. And I think you say they're, like, we're lucky to kind of have people who in the media and stuff. But even they don't know what's going on. Very true, like, yes. Yeah, it's not that yeah. we're being fed like information here. No one really knows what's going on. I think a really interesting point... I was, um, I was texting Chris Gorham last night... Um, I'll get you. Well, I was, no, it was it was because of work. Oh, I was like, "What am I doing tomorrow morning?" What time are you in, mate? <laughs> what am I doing tomorrow, Chris? Um, and he basically said, "Oh, what did you think of the game?" And I was like, "It was terrible." And he and he made, he made a very valid point. He said, "The worrying thing is, yesterday was actually one of our better away performances. We and that is and it's true. We yeah. we weren't shocking. I called it horrifically average, and that is what mm. we are in this league. We're not terrible, but we're also." Far from being good. We had a lot of possession yesterday. We're horrifically average, but we're still above Ipswich. Yeah, let's not talk about Ipswich. Because oh, why not? Come on, it's I think, a cheap shot. I think once, once you get below 14th in the Championship, you don't become... You, you don't really it's become irrelevant. Valid, yeah, okay. valid anyway. Pritchard, positivity. Let's get... I want to vent first. You want to first. know more. I go on, go on, so, go on. I don't think there has ever been a team in football in history that has had so much possession in the final third as us yesterday... Yet at the same time, look like we are never going to score. It's crazy, isn't it? We had honestly in the second half. We the the you've been to Villa, haven't you? Yes. Many the away times. end is sort of near the goal down that end. Yeah, yeah. It's like kind of set out like Norwich's stand where yeah. the away section yeah. is. So we we were shooting towards our end in the second half, and for a good thirty minutes in that game, we had the ball right next to us. At the same time, we were so static. There was so mm. little movement. Yeah. And then when we did get through, we had two clear-cut chances. Jerome in the first half when he just was scared to shoot. And Oliveira in the second half when he just lost all football and ability. Um, and even then, we didn't look like scoring. And we were one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Yeah. And you'd expect them to put them away. When... It's just bollocks. That's what it is. Strong. Very strong, Jack. But when you travel up and down the country... I agree with you entirely. And the sad thing is, Jack, that I... I'm happy and satisfied that I did not go to the game yesterday. And that is a seriously worrying thing for Norwich City Football Club. Not just me. There's a lot of fans like me yesterday that would have gone, half price tickets? Sod that. It's not even worth that. Because you know, I knew that we would lose the game yesterday. In fact, I probably said we'd draw. But that was hopeful, yeah. right? And it's just, that's a sad situation that many loyal fans like me don't want to go to away games anymore because they know that we're not going to turn up. And it's not, it's not even because we're losing games because you've been to plenty of away games you've gone to knowing that we're probably going to lose. So have I. It's the lack of effort. It's the lack it's of the, yeah, it's real the intent. intent. Yeah. I knew if we, went, if we went 1-0 down yesterday, it was, mm. it was game over from the off, 100%. How many times in the last two seasons have we gone behind and actually got back into the game? Oh, yeah, good like point. Twice, three times? Probably. But then under Paul Lambert, however, sorry to go back to the past for all those people that don't like bringing up Paul Lambert, but he had the ability to turn things around. Mm. I mean, we're going to speak about the, the Huddersfield game later that's coming up on Wednesday night. Um, that's going to be... I mean, they did lose to Burton at the weekend, the 97th minute winner for Burton. Huddersfield are going to tear us apart. <laughs> okay, probably. No, seriously. Like, I, and I'm optimistic. I'm sorry. I just... Can you honestly see a team where and <laughs> Pinto's gone? Yeah, huge loss, huge, monumental our loss. Our best two players are now suspended. Yeah, our two maybe best, not our best, our two best, but certainly two of the top five players. Pinto's our best defender. Yeah, and he's out injured, S- and that's suspended. huge. Sorry, suspended. Right, he's gone. So we now it now means we're going to have to move Russ out to left back. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what a good option would be. Bring get Ben Godfrey in. The man is a, is a right I'd be man. up for that. I'd but be up for that. We're not going to do it. And it's unbelievable. No. Yesterday, you are his biggest fan, Madison. Yeah, Madison on the bench. He's on the bench, our creative midfielder goes off injured, and we bring on Stephen Naismith. What is there to lose, Jack? What is there to that lose? That is the perfect just... opportunity. It baffles me. We're it losing at Aston Villa. We're probably not going to go back into the game. 
James Madison has got tons to prove. And confidence, and he wants to prove a point. Get him on, Alan! So you bring on Stephen Naismith, who, by the way, has had the worst haircut I've ever seen. Have you seen that? He is on 35... Wispy and bald. He's on like £30,000 a week, and he still can't get a decent haircut. (laughs) What is he doing? What is he doing? You're scraping the barrel here, I am. But you're angry, aren't you? He's done nothing. Yeah, I am angry. Maybe we should wait to record the podcast tomorrow instead. <laughs> Which you've calmed down. This is the problem. It's like I've been home. I got home what from from Birmingham at like like ten hours ago, something like that. Yeah, maybe a bit longer, like twelve hours ago. How much sleep have you got? I'm on about four and a half hours sleep. Superb. I'm currently fueled on caffeine. Yeah, granola and, and almond croissants. Yeah, and mix that with frustration Anger. of yeah, your fair team. Enough. Being horrifically average, it's, it's not a nice mix. That's true. Let's talk about Stuart Webber. Still not here, Jack. Yeah, he's still not here. I mean, we both read the article that Michael Bailey done um, and many other news outlets then sort of jumped on the back of that and, and said that Stuart Webber's our man. Huddersfield released an official statement in the week, I think it was Wednesday, mm-hmm. maybe Thursday, saying that basically it was the first official statement saying that he has shown intent to leave yeah. the football club. But basically, they don't wish to comment further on it, so he's been placed on gardening leave, which, by the way, is the weirdest term ever, is it? Gard- I, don't, I don't understand that term, gardening leave. Who called it gardening leave? Yeah, I, I get the purpose of it, but yeah, yeah why gardening? Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> maybe because he can do some gardening instead. Yeah, I mean, the weather's lovely. I certainly want to be in the garden. Nice. And apparently... Stu- It'll be compensation, right? It'll be purely down to Norwich yeah. Green compensation money. for you of Huddersfield. But do you trust our board to pay the money that Huddersfield require for Stuart Webber? I mean, by the I way, by do. this time I the do. podcast is out, it might Stuart Webber might already be at the club, in which case, well done, Norwich. Yeah. Probably won't be, though. Um, I trust them, Jack, because look at the money they why? paid for Dave McNally mm. to turn it around then. And I think they'll do the same thing. They know how important this role is. They know that it's got to work because it's a new it's a new thing as well. So they've got to get the best of the best. Everyone deserves the best at Norwich City Football Club, so they're going to have to pay the money. But for the fans that, that don't have the confidence of you, do you understand where they're coming from when they have totally. lost complete 100%, faith in the board? Which is exactly why I brought up that comment earlier of the board being more open in terms of, right, we've made an approach for Stuart Webber. Why can't they say that, by the way? Why can't they say that? Why can't they what? Can they not just say we've made a, an approach for Stuart Webber? I think that kind of gives it away. Then that you, they kind I mean, of want to play it close to their chest because why? if they say we've made an approach, maybe other clubs would then come in and go. Actually, we know we how much Norwich are offering. Here's another. Yeah, pounds. true. Okay, but it's all right. It's already out in the press, right? Yeah, because I think I think someone so, commented on my video in the week that Rangers are also kind of looking at him. Yeah, so and Rangers are a big club too. So probably with less money actually at the moment, but. Possibly. If Rangers come calling, you're gonna, it's going to turn your head. Um, but yeah, we still don't have a sporting director, which for me, I mean, look, we've said it before, we need to take time in making these decisions. They are. I don't think we should go too overboard with this, Jack, to be fair. No, I don't think we should. But at the same time, I do completely sympathise with fans who are getting slightly agitated because it's been, what, when was Alex Neil sacked? A month ago? The 10th yeah, of March he was sacked. Still nothing's, so nearly a month nothing's ago. Really happened. Nothing's happened since then. A month in football is a long while. It is. It's what, six games? Yeah, it's, in the championship, yeah. You know, Alan Irvine was originally told that he would be managing the team for two weeks. Probably going to be here for the rest of the season. Now, for that comment to be made and for them to say to Alan Irvine, look, you're going to be here for two weeks, which Ed Ball did specifically say, yeah. Alan Irvine did specifically say, for me, that shows that they didn't have a plan. There's something not... Yeah, there wasn't yeah. a set plan. Otherwise, they would have gone to Irvine, right, Alan... Um, you're here for the rest of the season, mate. They yeah. wouldn't. They wouldn't go. His, you, you're managing for two weeks mm. if they knew he wasn't. No offense to Alan, but even if they said to him, "You're here for the rest of the season," and then just finished it early anyway. Yeah, of course he'd probably understand. Yeah, things are ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. It's, anyway. pr- it's better be. It's better plan ahead than have constantly having to go. Right, I am managing for another week. Okay, I'm now managing yeah. for another two weeks. All right, I'm now managing Can you, the season. And I, this isn't sarcastic, this is a genuine comment. Obviously, you went to Villa yesterday, Jack. Can you see the Alan Irvin effect, the stamp, on this Norwich City no. team? Or does it look like Alex Neal's no. side still? I think it, it doesn't help that Alan Irvine was under... Is it Irvine or Irvin, by the way? Because uh, we both keep saying it different ways. And you don't say Vin, do you? You don't say, like, if it's, if it's like a, a grape vine, you don't say grape vin. So I assume it's Vine. Uh, Vine. Alan? 
let us know. Yeah, Alan. Should we just go knock on his door? He's around here, isn't he? She just leave it. Alan, what's your second name? Well, I <laughs> um, but no, I, I can't see a difference at all. We're still bad. Um, but I, I think it's very tough to make your stamp on players who just don't care. And I'm sick and tired of saying of seeing people going, yeah, these players care. No, they don't. Some of them some do. Some of them do. Yeah, some of them do. But most of them Majority don't. don't. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Bored of it. I'd agree Bored with that. It. What yeah. else have we got to talk about? Um... Should we have a bright note? Drawing. Yeah, let's have something happy. So, you might have noticed our... Well, sorry for those that are listening at the moment. Yeah. But again... You get a tough old, <laughs> tough old deal, you do. We have been um, sent, very kindly, a fantastic cow so this with is, Norwich City colouring on it. This is Wesley Moulahan. Wesley Moulahan. There's also Josh Moofy and... There's a Robert... No, didn't they didn't, didn't you do one for Rob? I'm yeah, sure. but I didn't really understand the name. It was like Robbie McButler. <laughs> so, but basically, most of them have got moves in the name, right? Yeah. Um, Kirsty is starting to draw, and there's the best plug you'll ever get, Kirsty. And Kirsty drew this week a picture of me and Jack as cows. Uh, I mean, does life get better than that? Jack? When I started talking Orange City, um, I never thought in your wildest imagination that someone would be drawing me as a cow. <laughs> never thought it. It was actually really good. Yeah, it was. It was. I've got, I've got like glasses and everything. Check it out. It's probably on the Talk Night City channel. I put it's it on not. screen now. Yeah, let's, do we do we meant to hold it here or something? Shh. Yeah, cool. Slide across. Um, good. So yeah, well done, Kirsty. Thanks for that. And again, for any of you guys that want to send in us anything to eat or talk about, then we'll just send do that. it to Chris Reeve Norwich, and it will get here. Yeah, you know. Don't send anything expensive in the post, though. Definitely. Right, discipline. Discipline. I've got a strong opinion on this. Chris, first of all, discipline. I don't know the specific stat, but we've had a lot of players sent off this season. We've had current, we've now got two players on the suspension list at the same time, then players being very pivotal parts of our of the way we work. Ivor Pinto and Mitchell Dyke to take them out. You suddenly got Stevie Whitaker and Russell Martin at wing back. That isn't very appealing. It's not. It's not appealing, but that's why the reality. is this happening? Why are people getting sent off? Because they're angry as well. Yeah. They, I mean, they're, they're angry as well, aren't they? They're, they're just as frustrated. If if you're a team at the top of the table and, you know, you go 1-0 down, it's like, oh, come on, boys, we'll get this back. But if you're not a city and you go 1-0 down, and there's still, before Aston Villa, there was still the hope that we could do something. And if we would have won yesterday, Fulham... I think Fulham did Wednesday win. Drew. Wednesday drew. The teams above us are again, again. screw up. It happens every single week, right? But we can't take advantage no. of it. But in terms of discipline, Jack, I think it's them being frustrated too. They lose their heads because of the fact that we're losing. And that's obviously an issue. But for me, there's been far too many players this year that have taken a step back, that have been far too relaxed, far too flaccid, far too... Look at me, I'm just going to jog around the pitch and just kind of like be really casual about it. And that is just that's just disrespectful. I'd rather Pinto put in a big challenge and gave the fans a bit of a come on then rather than just sit there and just be like, oh, we've, we've conceded again. And I think the I'm not going to do anything about I think it. The interesting thing is when it, uh, Evo Pinto got sent off because the... Uh, the tunnel at Villa Park is in like right the corner, corner isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So they have to walk quite a way down the pitch and there was like this rousing applause of, um, or rousing chant of like, evil, evil, evil. You've just been sent off for no, God's sake. But that exactly emphasises my point. That's what fans want to see. Mm. We all want to see We don't want to be players sent off, but I get your point. We I get want your to point. see players fighting. And I respect Evo for giving it, I almost saw there, for giving it a good go. Because a lot of the players, they don't come on. Do you know what I think the thing is as well? Is when you look back, now I'm not sure if... The first three sentences off I think of is Pinto at Villa, because it was the most recent. Dykes against Rotherham, because it came at... No, Barnes... No, who was that against? I don't know. Blackburn. Blackburn. Dykes against Blackburn, because it came very early in the game. And Oliveira at Rotherham. Them three players... Arguably, that our best players look back at yeah, but look and look. it's because they're so frustrated with the yes. crap they've got around them. Yes, 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 because and they've got to do it all of themselves. But look at other successful players, not just at Norwich City, other other teams. Look at Diego Costa, gets sent off all the time. 
Previously at Norwich City, Grant Holt used to get sent off all the time because he's giving it a go. Bradley Johnson, he puts his body on the line. That's what you've got to do. That's part of it. We should and will get players sent off for giving it a buff. We're in the Championship. It's not the Premier League where it's all fluent football, Jack. You've got to be the first man to the ball. Mm. You can't just be second to the ball. And you, you. So I don't think discipline is an issue, but it's something that... I don't if, know. If Pinto, really. if Dykes had Oliveira and Oliveira had a better team around them, even if they did get sent off, we would have probably gone on to maybe get something from them games. Yeah. We did it against Blackburn, admittedly. But I just think it must be so... Pritchard yesterday, great example on Saturday, sorry. I keep forgetting this podcast has gone up on Sunday. Great example. Pritchard looked devastated. He looked so tired. He looked exhausted. He looked, he looked like me at the end of the game. He was like, what's the point? Like, what is the point? I'm literally giving it my all. Every pass I make connects with a man and their touch is poor and they give it away. I'm throwing corners into the perfect areas and no one's attacking it. I'm putting set pieces in and, the perfect areas and, him, and no one is yeah. attacking it. And I'm, him and Oliveira next season are players that we should probably build our squad around. If you were Alex Pritchard, yeah. you, you were meant to be going to Brighton in the summer. They're yeah. going up now. If Brighton can Crazy, call in and go, Alex, Premier League football, mate, first team starter, come on. Come on. He's not going to be like, nah, I'm staying with Norwich. Is he? Is he? Like, come on. Yeah. Let's be realistic here. Exactly. If We've I was Alex, if I was Alex Pritchard, I would be like, right, I'm, I do not want to be at this football club. Yeah, to be fair, it would there's take no, some There's nothing for him to stay. There's, there's not no, even hope. There's no, there's no, this is the thing, right? Not just in football, but in life. Hope is really important. And there is no hope at Norwich City at the moment. Mm. Like, there's no hope we're going to get a good sporting director in because nothing's going, but no one knows what's going on. There's no hope we're going to get a, a good head coach because it could be someone experienced. It could be someone from, from abroad that doesn't have, you know, the right type of experience. There's no hope we're going to bring in new players in the summer. There's no hope we're going to sell our crap players in the summer as well. The fans have no hope it's going to turn around because they've been served up negative football Silver service all bloody season. I think the, what thing, do do? the thing is, I tweeted yesterday and I, it got a, a decent response, which kind of normally says that people kind of agree if your tweet gets a lot of favourites. But I said, we've got one hell of a rebuilding job here. Oh, and God. this isn't something that, unless That's you pull off an absolute miracle, this isn't something that can be done in one summer. It isn't. John Rogers tweeted me back, That's big run hole. And yeah. I think, I, I love John, he's a, he's a top, top guy, and, and you need fans like him who are. Who are very upbeat at the same time very realistic but he likes to look on the bright side of life and after coming home from Villa it was pissing it down with rain I'm not feeling very upbeat he said well surely like all it takes is a good three weeks in the summer to rebuild this yeah that is all it takes but why should any fan have any any hope, hope. that that is going to happen hope because it, it hasn't happened before at this football club when we have sacked the manager we have then got on gone on to normally yeah get in someone who once again can't do the job. Yeah. When we've got rid of a bad player, we've brought another bad player in. God, this is such a negative podcast, isn't it? But we just speak like, like <laughs> yeah, like we've had like happy podcasts before, but I'm just tired yeah. of people like they, we were in a in a bad situation at Norwich City Football Club. Yeah. And we we are we are down about this because we love this football club. We are down about this yeah, because we good, follow we our club up and down the country. Yeah. And we just want to see Score a goal. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would be lovely. Huddersfield away, up next. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going. Um, I'm not even in the country, which is quite nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm not either. You're not going. You've got you midweek. Work, you you've work, got to be a hardcore fan to go away midweek. Yeah, and I love the fans who like take days off work to follow this that football, is football club. Passionate, isn't it? Mm. Love that. I love that. Absolutely. Um, love but that. yeah, Huddersfield up next. Uh, Huddersfield did just lose to Burton. Um, and they've pretty much guaranteed the playoffs. They're not going to get automatic, so they're probably just resting up now for the playoffs and just prepping for that. At the same time, yeah. they need to take momentum into it. But Huddersfield, I wasn't at the Huddersfield home game, but you said they were one of the best teams to come to Cow Road. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I think everyone will agree that they probably were the best team to come to Cow Road this okay. season. Played us off the park. The, the gaffer was fantastic, motivated them, was on the line, giving them all, all the right instructions and the right type of motivation, not just having a go at them all the time. Is it Wagner or Wagner? Um, big W, I'm going to call him. Right. Um, Cock, can you remember the big W, the shop? 
Do you remember that? I'm down Riverside. <laughs> yeah. Class. Love that. Um, anyway, yeah, Huddersfield look good. They do look very good. Do you have any Twitter questions? Yeah, I do actually. Nice. Uh, I put out a little tweet this morning saying if you're up. <laughs> yeah, you tweeted at like half eight, so. If you're awake, send in your Twitter questions. So this is a bit of a dig at me, right? But I've got a, t- I've got a tweet. We from, like D Jam. From D Jam. We like. Who it. says, why do fans, i.e., me, continue to stick up for players who care about the club but actually have no ability? You know anymore? what? D Jam. 100% agree, <laughs> 100% agree. This is a dig at me, right, for, for me sticking up for Russ Martin. No, I, I don't think... It I, is, it is. If okay. Russ Martin had... If Russ Martin had... Okay, yeah, ...the yeah. right type of defenders around him, he would play well. For example, Russ, alongside Mitchell Dykes and Pinto, was he was he crap again when, when they're in the team? No, but we were still leaking goals. Yeah, I know, Jack, but then, you, then you've got Mickey McGovern, the smallest keeper on earth, in goal... <laughs> Yeah, you've got Ryan Ryan Hoof Bennett at centre back. You know, I'm sick and tired of Ryan Bennett. I'd love to hear from Rob Butler yeah. because he really likes Ryan Bennett and at Villa. I'm not being funny. The understanding between him and Mickey back? McGovern, my god, that's embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. But you, you know, what? I'm going to have a little say on this on the whole players who care. We need footballers at this football club who care. And I would much rather see a team of players who cared and didn't have any football and ability than a team of players who don't care yep. and also don't have any football and ability. Yeah. Because you look at players like, maybe not Stephen Naismith, because I think he does have a little bit of care. At least he shouts a lot, which is, is promising. <laughs> Kyle Lafferty, Sebastian Bassong, Ryan Bennett, uh, Michael McGovern. Do they actually Stephen, care? Do they actually? No, of course they don't care. Mickey McGovern's, Mickey McGovern's a wee bit harsh. He's been put, yeah. he's been put in a situation by Alex Neal yeah, where harsh. he needs to help his mate out. But he shouldn't he he shouldn't have ever even been signed for this great football no. club. So there you go. Um, another tweet: um, Chris Parker Drayton at Drayton Canary one. He's he's tweeted three times. Oh, eager, eager he's beaver. Got, he's gone for it. Um, it was poor seeing usual subs made. Madison and Josh were different options. And would offer more. Point number one. Let's discuss about that. Chris, I totally agree with you. You've got it bang on the money, mate. Madison. Oh, I, I, I just can't even. I'm struggling here, Jack. It, Madison is just such a good player. I'm actually getting a bit emotional now. I feel emotional. Jack. <laughs> no, fine. I'm joking. But it, you know what? I kind of feel the same way. I'm exasperated by this. That's a good word. You've got... Matt, thank you, Jack. Dictionary. Do you know how to spell it? Earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Um, right. Madison is the man. If you, I, I said this in last week's podcast. I'm going to say it again. Up north in Scotland, all over the national papers, as an up-and-coming talent, will be one of the great footballers of our time. Cool. <laughs> that was a big plug. He's not. Probably not that far. <laughs> but... He is awesome. He is an amazing. You know, you okay, know he'll be I'm... one of the great footballers of our time for Norwich City. Yeah, that, that's. Better. He should be anyway, but he should be started earlier. Do you know the thing I find funny though? Go. Is we are talking about a player who we have never seen play for our football club, <laughs> and he is the, he is the answer that only ever happens when you when you're in shock and awe. Oh, I just can't. If we were winning games, yeah, you're right. Actually, you, you know what? You you're right. I've, I think I've lost the plot. Yeah, we've all lost the plot. I think I've lost the plot here. Um... No one would stick up, but to be fair, I'd rather see them than close ATM, who for 8.5 million has been dreadful. No, I disagree. Expect better for a Swiss international and ex-Wolfsburg, says Chris. I disagree. I I disagree as well. I think that's too hard. I think Tim Close... In the Premier League was good. Yeah, he was. He was our best player. Because it's his type of league. In terms of even in the cha- more time, even in the championship, less aggressive. I mean, yeah, he struggled in, in games, but he is playing next to Ryan Bennett. I play with better footballers on a Wednesday night on five a side. Oh. That was harsh. If you're no, if you're it, Tim Close, is having to carry his defenders. True. And I'm not saying that Tim Close is a world beater. I'm not saying that Tim Close is. A top championship defender. All I'm saying, but he is, should be. He is our but, best centre back. But to stick up for Chris, I understand why he's frustrated. But but Chris Parker has actually got a really good point, right? These players that are worth 8.5 million, the likes of Tim Close, Stephen Naismith, these are players that should be setting the league alight, Jack. 
They really should. Yeah, you look at what Newcastle like spent. I don't know how much. Fifteen million on Dwight Gale, and he scored twenty five league goals. Even Aston Villa, I know they week in week they spent fourteen million pound on Jonathan Codger, scored twenty league goals this season. Scored against us as well. Scored twice against us. Happy days. There you go. So any other questions? Nah, everyone else is. Oh no, we have got one. James Mackay. James Mackay. Good old James. Is Irvin frightened to change the squad around in case he upsets a few players? Yes. Yeah, I think he might be, you know. And upset Neil. Possibly. Ooh. Does he care? Alex Neil's not here anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's... mm, Alan Irvine did say that he has a lot of respect for Alex Neil. Yeah, but for God's sake, he's gone, Jack. Like, surely he shouldn't care what Alex Neil thinks now. Well, he he might be working with him again in the next job. You never know. Yeah, but... And? Put your own stamp on it, man. He wants to keep a good relationship with the guy. So, are you still saying that Alex Neil is still picking the team? No, I'm not saying that. But what are you saying after then, Jack? two years of being at the football club and him picking the team with Alan Irvine underneath him, Alan Irvine is going to have Alan Irvine hasn't been there for two seasons. All right, for a season or whatever then. Not even a season. All right, for, the, for this championship season, Chris, <laughs> Alan Irvine has been under Alex Neil's wing yeah. and Alex Neil has been picking the team and that is naturally, by human nature, yeah. going to have an impression on you. So maybe I'm, he just wants a little bit of pee. I reckon Alan Irvin just wants to put his feet up every night and can sleep well. In terms of if he's got players knocking on his door saying, "Why am I not want, in the team?" He doesn't team? want hassle, he's does he? Well, he's, he's not, not worth gonna, the hassle. He's not going to be at this football club at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, he's not so worth why the hassle. Does he care? Yeah, exactly. Again, direction. Again, hope. It's just the same stuff. Anyway, that's all the Twitter questions. And I suppose that is maybe why the reason that. Madison isn't getting a say in because he, he's got a, a, a Scottish international, how old is Nasif? 28. Yeah, a senior vocal. player who's that's played Premier vocal. League football yeah. at the highest level. If Madison comes on instead of him, he's going to be going, excuse me, Alan, what are you doing? And Alan's going to, he's not going to have an answer. Yeah, he's going, I'm, I'm just going with the Aberdeen Loney who, uh, who who scored a free kick against Rangers. Is that, is that okay, Stephen? And they, Stephen's going to go, no, I want my, I want my appearance bonus today. Get me on the pitch. Very true. Very true. Why? Why should Alan Irvine take any kind of stick and hassle? There's no need. Doesn't need to. Well, it's not, uh, again, Alan Irvine's been put in a position that he can't do anything about. So worth bearing in mind. Jack, moan of the week. This whole podcast has been moan of the week, but give me more, please. Yeah, yeah. So I do. I, I'm not actually like clinically kind of down. I'm just a bit annoyed about yesterday's performance. Okay. I'm actually really happy right now. The sun is shining, Delia Smith's here, and with my friend I've got a banana propping up my microphone. Yeah, There's a lot of things about. to be happy about. The only thing going wrong in my life at the moment is it's, Norwich City. I'd agree. Um, I'd agree. But, moan of the week. Now, this might upset a few people. I don't know. Maybe not. I am annoyed. I'm tired. I'm done with fans who think it's, who don't think it's okay to criticise players. Fans who, even if we would have lost 6-0 yesterday, there would have still been players, P fans, who are going, unlucky lads. We'll go again next week. We'll go again Wednesday. We'll only lose 4-0 at Huddersfield. I'm sick and tired of fans who think it's, it's not okay to boo your team off. This is... We've just... No, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. You no. booed the other week. Yeah, I did, actually. I'm not but, saying no. boo, but there is... An, fans are entitled. Fans have every single right... To be annoyed and frustrated yes, yes. and disperse their anger in whatever way they want to, whether that be pulling a derogatory sign, whether that be shouting. I'm not saying derogatory. People like to express their anger in different methods. I'm saying if you're t- if you've just travelled 400 miles, you on will a round be frustrated trip, if you've just spent to 70 yeah. quid and you've just lost to a team below you yeah. in the championship with Aston Villa R. Yeah. To Burton, to Rotherham, to all of the away games, yeah. you have every single right as a football fan to moan and to be upset with what's going on. I'm sick and tired of that. I really am. No, I could agree. I could agree with some points of that, Jack. I think, I think booing is totally unacceptable. I don't think it is at times. I think at the end of a game, if you've been on a long oh, yeah. streak no, of losses no one, and there's not, no hope again, I, so after yesterday's defeat. I would expect fans to boo. I'm not booing saying half, throughout the game. Booing, I'm not yeah, the game. booing at half time is wrong. Is poor. Is just absolutely pointless. If you boo at half time, for God's sake, I know you pay your money, but boo at the final yeah, whistle yeah. when yeah. the game's over because the, the the players can still make it right. 
Um, you support your boys throughout the game, but you have every single right to be annoyed at the end whistle. It's really sad that we that your moan of the week is fans clapping and supporting <laughs> that their team. Really bad, doesn't it? I love every single Norwich City fan, and you. you but can... your moan of the week is fans effectively supporting their team. So let's talk about that. Yeah, effectively it is. And you know what? I feel like a bad human because of it. That's, that's really Look, interesting that you brought it up. Support your team in whatever way you want, and I fully respect every single fan that does I get take the you... whole Saturday out to support yeah. the football team. I completely respect it, and I'm not having a go at anyone. I'm just saying that if you're clapping your team because you feel you have to, and you feel that's the right thing to do, you're wrong. You're, I, it's not the only method. I understand where you're coming from now, Jack, and I understand what, where your frustration lies. It's fans that let, let results wash over. Yeah, instantly. Almost. Yeah. So you've watched ninety minutes of dross football. It's been horrendous yet again. Norwich City have conceded two. We're, we look as bad as Rotherham, who have already been relegated. Um, you know, we're not going anywhere. And and uh, it's almost like, yeah, that's gone. We move on. Yeah, it's but, like, oh, no worries. That's fine. Well done, lads. What a performance today. I understand that they don't probably they they. They shouldn't deserve that instant respect, especially as did the players come over and clap the fans yesterday? Yeah, they did. Okay, to be fair, okay, they did. okay. Well, well, that's, that's good. A lot At least of players better. did look genuinely kind of like Pritchard fed up. Yeah, was, yeah, looked devastated, and I, I do feel for Pritchard and the way he's being treated. But no, I'm not having a go at any Norwich City fans. And look, I'm just a bit angry with, with the players. I'm not angry at fans. You, we're all great, but you're exasperated at fans that let results wash over I, instantly as if it's nothing. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm even. But angry. those fans will pay for their season tickets no matter what league we're in. Yeah, and that we're is, twenty-two thousand season tickets in League One. Yeah, that is the thing. So why should so again? Why do the board sometimes loyal? Sometimes your loyalty comes backfires. Yeah. And look, that's football. Like if you if you don't renew your season ticket, someone will take it off you. It's the way football works, especially like here. If you're maybe a Midlands club when you've got yeah. eight other clubs around you, that's fine. In Norfolk, you're always going to have that carrot that carrot. This is something I like up. to discuss. Actually, um, our good friend of the channel, Mike Manson, got a season ticket for next season. Yeah. Now, you might be thinking, okay, what relevance is this? But actually, are we still on? We're yep, still on? Good, we're still on. Um, the, the relevance is, Jack, is that in seasons past, there would be a, literally a two-year queue. I was on the waiting list for two years. Two-year queue to get a season ticket. Now, Mike has always followed Norwich City. There'll be a lot of people that obviously watch this that you know live abroad or you know can't follow Norwich City every week. Those fans... Of like Mike has got a season ticket, mm. no waiting list whatsoever. So that does say that the loyal fans. It's now taken a hit for the first time in you know. I mean, not God, year. I've supported Norwich for years now, but it's been the first time in years where someone has literally just been able to just get a season ticket just yeah. like that instantly. And that worries. Actually, it kind of worries me, and it kind of excites me. You know what the thing is though is on a flip side to that, how excited Mike was to get that season ticket. By and the way, the yeah, brought him. and let's and let's discuss that. Why should he be excited? Yeah, but let's like, talk about that because having new, not new fans, but fans that actually really want to be there might make a difference to the atmosphere. Might make, do you know what I mean? Like fans that are like, oh, I can't wait to see Norwich next season. That's strange, isn't it? Mm. But again, gratitude, thanks. Like a lot of fans turn up, you know, they've got their bovril at half time in the city stand. Oh, Dave, how you doing, mate? Like, do you know, it's just. It's dross. And I understand, I kind of get it, but it's just a doubt for them. So well done, Mike. And well done for you. That If you've got a season ticket and you've been on the waiting list for season two, for you know, seasons and seasons, welcome. Welcome to the pain. Welcome to pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's have a right. hype of the week. Or are you having a moan of the week? My moan of the week is people moaning at me. <laughs> My moan of the week is people moaning at me for picking Jacob Murphy as the player of the season. So your moan... Is about people moaning. Yeah. So you're basically moaning about what you're doing now. I'm I'm moaning at me moaning at them moaning at me moaning. Right. Okay. That all makes sense now. Yeah. That doesn't make sense at all. So Jacob Murphy, I get, right. So there's been a few comments during the week to me about you know Chris, you know you've been watching too many girly films. Simon, big shout out to you that said that. <laughs> um, I understand that I'm a bit deluded at the moment, just like all of us. Um, football's a game of opinions now. You know, I understand why people want to give the player of the season to Wes. I understand why Johnny Housen has been very consistent and he probably deserved player of the season too. 
Um, you know, but f- for me, this season has been a season of, of learning, big, big learning. And Jacob Murphy deserves to get it. It's my opinion. I don't... And by the way, I don't think Jacob Murphy will get player of the season. I think Howson will get player of the season again. And he has been the best player, to be fair. Yeah, I think. But I, I want Jacob Murphy to get it because in terms of his career going forwards and the benefit that, that, that Norwich will reap from that is absolutely huge. Mm. And there's been too many players... In our, in our team this season that have been massively underappreciated. Players like Pritchard that have just been completely disrespected and cast aside. You've got Madison. Oh, mm. So many players that have been poor. Hype of the week, Jack. Yeah, you know what? I'm really looking forward to just being a bit positive now. Yeah, go on. Um, you know what my hype of the week is? What? Norwich City football players' suits. Always look very smart when they arrive. And do you know what that is? Oh, God. Oh, our God. good friend of the channel, Simon Cheeseman, suits, suits and boots them. Well done, Simon. You know, you know what it is, though? A good suit is just a good thing. Yeah. But what I would say to Simon is I think the suits need to improve for next season because clearly the suits have possibly had an impact on their performance. Maybe they're a bit tight. Maybe they're like. Maybe they're too tight, and that's why, you know, when they get out of them, they're all kind of like too loose on the ball and stuff. <laughs> It's their suit's fault. I think we've absolutely lost the plot here. Yeah, On a serious note, the suits do look fantastic, so well done, Simon. Um, That's my hype of the week. Got that, nothing is that really else. your hype of the week? Got nothing else. They do look quite smart, though. Yeah, because some football teams turn up in tracksuits. Not a fan. Yeah, it's pretty poor, Not a fan. It? Also, tracksuit managers. Not a fan. Can I show you my old Norwich City tie on, on this topic? Yeah, go get I'll it. quickly grab it. One moment. So I'm going to talk about, while this... I just want to want to see more managers in suits. <laughs> I think you dress smart, you think smart. That was our that was my old high school motto. Dress smart, think smart. If you've got a suit on, you'll think smart. If you've got a track suit on, you'll think like Tony Pulis. <laughs> Do we really want a manager thinking like Tony Pulis? Right, here we go. No, we don't. You've got multiple ties. Multiple Norwich City ties, right. Welcome back. If you're listening, again, sorry, but here's my ray of Norwich City ties. So these, talk me through them. Okay, so first and foremost, we'll start with the one that I want to bring so up, let's which just, I need to give you... No, let, let's just speak okay. about why you have Norwich City ties. So I, I used to work for the football club in the marketing department. Okay. Um, and one of them was bought for me as a cheesy Christmas present. But they've all got a story, right? So first of all, I'm going to go close up to the cam on this bad This boy. is lovely. Right, so it feels silky. Yeah, I love this. Pure silk, handmade. Now this was... The staff tie, right? But check out for all of you that are watching. I don't that's going to focus up. Yeah, they can see it's a straight edge. Look at the ridge on that. It's very, very questionable. And then one day I forgot my tie. So my staff member gave me an old Norwich City tie. And again, again, I'll go, again, I'll go close up on this. Now, this has actually got a gravy stain on it. I'm not sure if you can see. But again, just... um, God, I don't think I've worn a tie since high school. Just a very Do you have to wear a tie and, oh, and, and by the way, you'll notice if you're watching that these are pre-tied ties, just for efficiency. Can you not tie your tie? Yeah, of course I can, but they're all pre-tied. To get like your dad to do it, and then you're very high. Jack, they're all pre-tied ties. Shall I tie a tie now to prove it? Yeah, go on then. Okay, fine. Um, Do you want me- and this is, by the way, if you've not got this, plug for the Canary Store. For all of you um, loyal fans out there that go to Aston Villa. All silk. All silk, right? And silk. this is... In the canary store at the moment. Once again, not going to focus, but there we go. It's a lovely tie. It's got little canaries on Plus, it. Plus, I've just seen something. Let's flip it around. Yeah, go for it. It's got 1902 oh, on the back. There you go, look. Check that out. Lovely. I'm not sure if that's going to focus, but never mind. There you go. Right, we'll carry on talking. I'll tie a tie to prove I can tie a tie. Right, so what was your hype of the week? Um, we were just being sarcastic, weren't we, really? I mean, we were talking about suits and stuff. Oh, yeah. We've kind yeah, but of... You haven't got your own one. You haven't got your own hype of the week. Can't um, nick mine. My hype of the week is the end of the season. Really looking forward to it. Brilliant. Actually, I'm looking forward to pre-season. Do you remember this pre-season when we were like watching players like Louis Thompson? We were like, shit, we're going we're gonna to do well this season. We're going to destroy the league. Like, yeah, we were so excited. That. I remember that. That was cute, wasn't it? Um, right, let's go, let's go back to last week's podcast yep. while Chris does his tie. And let's get some comments from that. So, by the way... We do always read the comments, so if you have got always. a comment, leave it in the comment section of this YouTube video if you're Especially on iTunes. 
go over to YouTube and leave a comment. Uh, so let's start with Elliot Waterfield. Elliot, he was the man who asked about would you give Wes Houlihan the player of the season? I like Elliot, by the way. Yeah, top he's got, yeah, he's got some really good points. Yeah. Uh, so, and like, we don't disagree with anyone. We just might have different opinions. You don't like... No, you, you do disagree with him, but you still respect his opinion. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, uh, Elliot said... Um, right, he, he was talking about... Because remember we had the dinner date thing at the end? Like, who you'd bring on, on a dinner? Yes, yes, yes. He said, I completely agree with uh, the dinner guests, but if Dion came along, my dad would just be sending in questions about homes under the hammer. Completely forgot that Dion Dublin did indeed. You can't tie a tie. I can't tie a tie. You can't tie a tie. I can't tie a tie. I've exposed you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You've got this all wrong. Your starting point is horrific. Your starting point is horrific. Continue. Oh, mate, you can't tie a tie. Um... Jez says whether a player is a youth product product or not is irrelevant. Bit of a daft argument in my opinion. This is how you should look at it. If they were playing in a different team, would you sign them to improve our team? If no, they're not good enough. Jez, to be honest, I agree with you. Um, there, I've tied a tie. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? There you go. Right, there you go. That's that cool. argument. Um, so, yeah, basically, and there was another comment about this. This was from, um, I think Simon said about this, our good friend Simon. But who cares if they're youth? They just need to be good enough. I do get that point. Yeah. Completely. Slightly, yeah. But at the same time, you do need to develop our youth because four years down the line when we don't have Premier League money, we are not going to have the money to go out and buy £8 million players. It's just not going to happen. We've been far too focused on experienced players for so many years that we've got to give something to, to give the youth a chance so Jez I get you I get that it shouldn't just be if they're youthful they need to be good enough but at the same time we, we're in a position now where we have an opportunity to progress our youth so they yeah. are good enough uh, Finley Steven says bring back Pacheco bring back someone like Jackson even Agreed. if he's in a wheelchair he'll finish his chances <laughs> I think where is, where is Jacko now isn't it like it was a Gillingham wasn't oh. he he went to he scored the other week can't remember who for now. Um, Let me search it while you carry on. Who else have we got here? Carl said, get Paul McVeigh on the podcast. We'd love to. Would he come on? Possibly. I'll ask him. We'll do it. Um, uh, Triforce Rich, we were talking about the MLS last week, weren't we? He said, can't stand the MLS. The technical ability is abysmal and it's filled with hipster fans. Simeon Jackson plays for Warsaw at the moment. Oh, we were In League One. How many has he scored this season? Don't know, about to find out. Oh. God, he's 30 years old now. Place of birth, Jamaica. Hello, girls. I thought he was English. No. I've got that wrong. Blimey. Um, he's got seven goals in 35. Not too bad. Yeah. Someone said, get Alex Neal on the podcast. God, that would be an interesting His podcast. most goals were for, was for Rushton and Diamonds. 40 and 88 appearances. Nice. Uh, right, let's get back to the podcast. Yes, right. Um, Canary Long, put, uh, great vid. Thanks very much, mate. Uh, he said, shout out to Ormsby. Big shout out to Ormsby. And my sixth guest to the uh, dinner would be Zach Whitbread. Bit of a random shout. Uh, American, though, so provides something different. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Uh, Dion. Simeon. Loads, loads of people said Simeon Jackson. Which Why is, is interesting. I don't know. Uh, Delia. He was quite a nice guy. I met him at the play of the season dinner when I was a waiter. No, Simeon Jackson's Canadian. He plays for Canada. Uh, that's why I'm confused by the Jamaican link. Maybe there. he was born in Jamaica, but he's got like Canadian parents. Anyway, there you go. Um, he'd bring Lambert, Paul Lambert, Put a, oh, and also right. Holty. Here's, here's a really interesting shout. So I spoke to Cheesy Geezer, who delivered the olives um, last week, and he told me his dinner guests face-to-face. And um, his dinner guests were Dave McNally, right. Paul Lambert, <laughs> Jez Moxie. <laughs> and, then, and then he says to me, can we bring back dead people? Right. And okay. said, Robert Chase. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, he wants to put all of the crazy people yeah. on one table just to see what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that would be quite funny. What would be like Jez Moxie, David McNally, Robert Chase. <laughs> um, Paul Lambert. <laughs> Nigel Worthington. Alex Neal. Worthington, he's a nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. I didn't know this. Nigel Worthington is Brendan Rodgers' cousin. Well, there you go. Tim Hurtley said he'd pay for an Ivo Pinto podcast. I, I'd, I'd pay. pay as well. I'd pay. We'd all pay. How, shoot, no, we need to put an offer together. Pinto, how much you got in your, in your NMP Life Savings account? I haven't got an NMP Life Savings account. About, about, sorry. 
eight quid maybe do you reckon that'll do it well it'll be useless in the year once we're gone won't it yeah uh, oh now this is a tough one Charlie Summers the 7-1 loss to Colchester was my first ever game wow why did you come back I remember that um, I actually I've got an interesting shout I actually cut up so my family from my mum's side of the family from Colchester yeah and they gave me a Colchester shirt as a kid and I luckily chose Norwich stuck to my guns um, and I cut up Colchester's Wembley shirt after the 7-1 loss I physically on, cut on, it. on camera and I don't know if it's still published but somewhere out in the world of YouTube I think it might still be out there Jesus to, to always look on the bright side of yeah. life cutting a Colchester shirt that's true a bit harsh you, you, you did genuinely dislike Colchester um, well I disliked them after they beat us 7-1 I was enough. very young very young loads of people saying that they went to the uh, Adam Drury testimony and loved good. it so good. that was good because it was class wasn't it and hopefully Wes's testimony will be of the same calibre mm. finally I'm gonna, we're going to end the podcast on this comment because David Vincent he's been very positive and we like positivity good go on he said check out the Ipswich Star newspaper article comments and you will see how bad things are there yeah. City are putting positive True. things in place ready for next season True. and we are solvent so it's looking good for the future. This season has been a learning curve, we hope. Agreed. And <laughs> I love that we hope in brackets at the end, like, hopefully. <laughs> my, as the delivery driver, who delivers my food, is an Ipswich fan. You've said this before. Yeah. Has he delivered you any, like, replacement foods? No, 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 no. But this week he said to me, you know what? Don't worry. You, you don't know any pain. Yeah. That That's what he true. said to me. He said yeah. to me, you don't know any pain, Chris. Ipswich, because like, obviously they put their season tickets up. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're on the verge of protests. Like, so. Possibly going down. So, Norwich City. Yeah, possibly going down. So, Norwich City fans, relax. The season's over. We're on the beach. We're yeah. not going to get relegated, are we? We're not. Um, yeah, massive thank you. We've got ties on. Uh, yeah, we're staying up, Chris. We are staying up. Uh, anyway, massive thank you to you guys for watching this week's podcast. Cheers, Leave it guys. a like. And also a massive thank you to Labrooks for making this possible. Go on, Labrooks. Big up them. Go and check them. Uh, links out in the description for the best betting odds. We love Labrooks and we love you guys too. Thanks to everyone on iTunes. Hit subscribe if you haven't already on iTunes. Also, if you're on SoundCloud, thanks for making it possible. You're all legends. Chris, thanks very much. Thank you very much, Jack. Any, any last words? Uh, comment. We want more comments. Yeah. Because we love buzzing off your comments. We love your feedback. So we love it. comments. Um, see you next week, guys. Bye bye. Once upon a time, a fairy tale.